0: Hello there. I don't know if people really enjoyed our um theme song uh mix
1: up that we thought was so clever we thought it was like so fun and so cute and people were like um can you not (laughs) like like, where's your regular song get it together people that's so
0: funny i'm so glad that people like it i'm like i i love our theme song i do too it's really really good we just thought it'd be kind of fun to give it a little obi-wan spin for one week and i know it was just one week we're not gonna like permanently use that but i just like it was really fun to me that people were just like i or, miss your theme song
1: or are we hmm. yeah except so that stupid bundles place bund bandless bunless oh brandless brandless yeah they it's the they have a commercial they where they use the same them. theme song which is... bitches. i'm never gonna forget about that and i'm never gonna remember their actual name <laughs> that's okay those are two things i can promise you yeah but our theme song is back and such as is- such and shit but we're at episode 18 yeah it's episode 18 of force toast a star wars happy hour today is
0: september 7th and you are alice (laughs) yes i am and i
1: am laura good job Mm -hmm. you got this i got names you're on like refill one yeah aka drink two Mm -hmm. you've got names Mm -hmm. fuck yeah
0: yeah so (laughs) that's the end of the things that i'm gonna get right today (laughs) and i say that because we have so many caravan of corrections which we'll get to in a
1: minute well i think i i think we can get the next one right okay it is happy hour ish um what are we drinking today?
0: Um, I don't fully know what you're drinking because you made your own cocktail, but I've got vodka and lime LaCroix and a little squeeze of lemon, and that's it. I have the same thing,
1: minus the squeeze of lemon. Did you use Tito's vodka? No, I got the Skinny Girl vodka. Oh, okay. Because I'm being really vain right now. Because you
0: are a Real Housewives of New York fan?
1: Mm-hmm hmm Mm-hmm.
0: I know my stuff.
1: But that's that's not why I got it. I'm I just, know
0: I know some stuff about the Real Housewives. I'm
1: having some vanity moments right now and it just seemed like a good idea.
0: We are each entitled, that's
1: okay. Yeah. What does your shirt say? It says go time.
0: G-E-A-U-X. Is that a is that a New Orleans thing?
1: Yeah, it's a Louisiana thing because okay. a lot of last names end in like the O sound and it's E A. How can I s- – It's really hard looking down at my boobs like this. <laughs> and with, like, reading backwards. <laughs> but like, yeah, E-A-U-X is a lot of like last name endings. Yeah. Like Boudreau, Thibodeau, Babineau, et cetera, et cetera. So go, we just added G to that. And go whatever is always spelled like this. Got it. So it is college football day. LSU is playing – Some Texas trash, and um, (laughs) anyway, it says go time. Cool. All right. So, everyone, you have a lesson in really how to spell the word go, and also that the only important college football team is LSU. Go Tigers
0: all right right on i don't know what any of that means so with housekeeping we can talk about our recent guest spots because we did some fun guest spots yeah or really just one fun guest spot and then we have another fun guest spot coming up this week so that's fun
1: yeah we talked to pete fletzer of uh around the galaxy it'll be out sometimes this month laura are you about to burp into a borg no i
0: just needed to have it handy and he was he was hiding behind my laptop so just, we're, we're here now does that poor have a name porkins porgkins porkins yeah porkins yeah okay I got it. Like red six, but Porg.
1: Ah, red six. Mm -hmm. Let's rub it in that I missed it last (laughs) time. I see. I see. Um so that'll be out sometimes this month. That was a really fun interview. Yeah, it really was. We have not we've had questions we've never been asked before and um you know, talked about some stuff as one does on podcast. Wow, Indeed.
0: yeah, we talked about some stuff. Uh, I think one of the one of the more interesting things to him, from what I recall, is that n- we were talking about our favorite trilogies, and neither one of us our our favorite trilogies are not the original trilogy for either of us. So that was kind of fun to. uh
1: I think maybe we brought something a little different to the table. If you know I what hope I mean. so. Yeah. And it's going to be marked explicit as shit content.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's going to be a different road, I think. I'm curious to see how that affects his numbers. He's going to be like, nobody listened to that episode. So, like, sorry to yeah. ah.
1: And then this week, we have a really fun one coming up that we're stoked for. Yeah. Not that we're, I mean, we're stoked for everyone, but.
0: Another Making Star Wars podcast, The Sith List. We are going to be on their show. Uh, that'll be released on Sunday, September 15th. We're recording that this coming week
1: yeah yeah so pumped to do that get some uh late night drinking in because a bunch of them are on the west coast yeah that's
0: gonna be a late night for us but that's okay um i'm a little bit scared because they like they are so knowledgeable i feel like about like a lot of fandoms and about music and stuff and i don't know anything about anything
1: <laughs> you could just say whatever the fuck you feel like saying you know just make something up and I'm that's just gonna fine. burp into the mic for two hours that's that's cool, too. Mm-hmm. I think everyone would be fine with that. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm gonna be coming back from immediately from a volunteering like group meeting that's gonna be the dumbest shit ever. And I just like I. I- There's no way the leads listen to me, but I hate them and I want to punch them in the face. Anyway, there's usually wine and snacks. I was going to say,
0: are you going to drink there? Yeah. 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 I'm going to Happy Hour Wednesday night too,
1: so. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm going to come straight from like wanting to punch people in the face. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, they listen. Whatever. Who cares? They deserve to hear this. I'm going to come back from drinking enough to avoid punching someone in the face. And then I'm going to sit down and record this. Hey. Dope. I like that. Stoked. Mm -hmm. So. I think that's it for immediate housekeeping yeah
0: yeah um should we dive into some caravan of corrections
1: (laughs) we have corrections we haven't had any in so long and that's
0: just because people either haven't called them on us or we just haven't noticed or don't care um but these are ones that we did catch so this is are these all from episode 17
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay go ahead yeah um And, you know, I do have a comment looking back about one of yours. So my two that I noticed about me, um, I mentioned a pink car for the Avon ladies selling moisturizer. Oh yeah, um, the business ideas. Yeah, it's it's Mary Kay people that do the pink car. Oh uh,
0: okay. Did you grow up with a lot of those around? Like only a little bit. I mean, I grew up in like suburban Kansas, so yeah, they, it was a thing, oh. definitely. But I didn't. I never saw the cars. I just know that like my mom's friends all went to the little parties and stuff.
1: Yeah, I think Mary Kay gives you a pink Cadillac if you do good enough. And then the other thing is listener Andrew, whose post we read on Ready Roulette. And who has been listening to us? Which is just like mind boggling the odds of that. Yeah, I gave his wrong. I gave the wrong credit to his Twitter handle. Well,
0: you just read his display name. You did. You didn't, Yeah. Yeah. You didn't read his actual Twitter handle. Display
1: name is Goblin Socks. That is not his Twitter handle. That is someone else. Anyway, Goblin Socks is a handle of someone else. His is Wiggins Andy
0: on Twitter. He's a good guy, so we uh, enjoy his stuff and uh want to make sure that he's properly credited (laughs) (laughs) Uh, sorry about that andy slash andrew
1: should i dive into mine is that all you got yes that's all i have that i could think of
0: okay uh i went back over my notes from the publishing panel it's at uh let's see this would have been san diego comic-con where kevin shinnick referred to the protagonist of force collector by name And unfortunately, I typoed it uh, in my notes, (laughs) and I don't know if his name is either Cav or Car, Um, but I, so it's one of the two, because I typed it twice, but I typed it, two different ways. So we talked about uh, our listener, Michael, had also messaged us saying that Matt Martin of the Lucasfilm Story Group had confirmed that it's not the same character and force collector that is referenced in Crash of Fate. So we're going to talk about Crash of Fate a little bit later because Alice actually finished it. I did not. I only got about halfway through it. But we were talking in our last episode about how we thought maybe the this, the kid with the crystals and stuff. And that was was actually this character in Force Collector. It turns out it's not. But it would have been an interesting connection. Yeah, Just so like a little, little zinger. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I want to talk about is also book-related. My other caravan of correction here. Uh, I realized that Thrawn Treason could have easily taken place between Rebel Assault and Jedi Knight. Those are two episodes of Rebels that were back-to-back. Um, and that's where the hiatus was. So we had the break... And then they came back and Canaan died and that sucked. But assuming that Hera was held in Price's compound for over a week before she was rescued... I don't know. That timeline, I guess, checks out. But that does seem like a stretch to me. But I was bitching about that in our last episode about how the timeline doesn't check out for me in terms of Thrawn Treason. And it could have easily been avoided if they had just not mentioned that Hera was being held captive at Price's Compound. If they just left that detail out, like, the whole timeline would have checked out for me. But because they included that, I'm like, wait a minute. I don't – it just doesn't – make. it still doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. Yeah,
1: you know, the detail I remembered was – I think it was like that the chamber is ready to hold someone or something and I I remember that sticking out in my mind like the chamber is ready and thing Oh, you mean on like, the Chimera? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I remember I vaguely remember that detail, not a lot about it, but yeah, I mean that that kind of checks out. They would have had to have been preparing that before the finale. But this is like the the mid mid-season premiere was Jedi Night and that is allegedly when this is sort of taking place in in that general vicinity. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. It still doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But yeah, I went back and forth a little bit with our friend Andy in Australia. Different Andy. Um, about Who just got a new puppy. Yeah, I know.
1: I saw that. I was like, oh, I saw it on Instagram. Congratulations! <laughs> Welcome to puppy
0: parenthood. He's a dad dog now. Dad, <laughs> dad dog. A dad Do- dog. He's, he's a. <laughs> 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 he's. <laughs> Fuck. Dog. Okay. Dog dad. Dog dad.
1: Yeah. Dog dad. He's a dog dad now. Yay. Okay. I've been watching so much Homeland. I'm just like, Back dad. what? Yeah. <laughs> Words
0: with A's in them. Um, <laughs> so Whoops. should we talk about like news and stuff? Um, We actually have like a bunch of stuff that kind of came down the pipeline recently. Because as we said last time, I think we're going to start getting some regular stuff happening which is nice in terms of the mandalorian coming out and the rise of skywalker coming
1: soon so yay i mean it wasn't like crazy like last time i feel like we're just on info overload yeah and like when i compare that to what we're looking at him like, is this news?
0: I don't know. I mean, Entertainment Weekly did that entire series on yeah. the Mandalorian, so I'm sure there's a lot of information in it. I didn't read all of it, but it, no, it, it's we there. We can figure it out. It's yeah. out there. We're we'll it... figure it out.
1: Mm-hmm. No big deal.
0: But yeah, kind of going back to some of the some of the older stuff, did you, did you have some extra observations you wanted to talk about when mm-hmm. it came to the sizzle reel at, at D23? Because we kind of, we dug through some of them together, and then I went through a little bit on Twitter when we actually saw it, because in episode 17 when we recorded we hadn't actually seen this as a real real. we were just reading a live tweet of it
1: yeah so you know we watched or the reel came out and I watched it like a million times and just was kind of like thinking on things Mm -hmm. and a few snippets is dark ray looks like she's wearing a fancy dress instead of like her normal just regular outfit. It looks like the sleeves are kind of like a chiffon. It's a
0: very, like, Morticia Adams look to me. She doesn't have the cold shoulder thing like she does in most of her outfits.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of wondering, like, if it's, like, something fancy. You know, what if it's something that padme wore once or something somehow that has historical significance mm-hmm. i don't know I'm, I'm sure that's very reaching but
0: i don't know it's a cool thought though I but like I,
1: I just thought i was like wow she's wearing a fancy dress that's weird she's not just have like a bunch of raggy ropes and shit just yeah. tied somewhere um bum, ba, bum, ba, bum. she's also wearing a ring I'm wondering if it's Leia's.
0: Yeah, I was trying to catch that. I couldn't. I couldn't like get a good look at it. I think that, I'm sure that was on purpose. That they didn't want it to be super obvious. Yeah,
1: I had YouTube and just like you know how you can just hit the spacebar button, mm-hmm. and I just kept hitting hitting the spacebar button mm-hmm. i feel like every time i talk about technology i feel like such an old person because i'm like and then you do you, can, you kind of sound
0: like an old person when you talk about technology i'll be totally <laughs> honest with you just lean
1: just lean into it it's fine i'm just really sad considering <laughs> i work for artificial intelligence mm-hmm. software company yeah it doesn't make uh, any sense nope 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 i'm good with technology for my job mm-hmm. but anything outside of that i'm clueless. yeah i know i hate it <laughs> uh so it does I, i'm like conflicted about if it's Leia's ring or not it looks like it's big Mm -hmm. but sometimes it looks like kind of two bands and like the big ring that Leia wears Mm -hmm. only has kind of one band but maybe it's turned funky I don't know I don't know I also just don't really like that lightsaber reminds me of like when it's not like Looped. it looks really heavy <laughs> yeah well when it's not li- i wonder how much they weigh like is all the weight in the handle or does the laser actually weigh something yeah i have no
0: idea i mean it, i think it would have to weigh something in order for it to be like combat ready you know what i mean i don't know how much lasers weigh yeah do lasers I, have a weight well we neither one of us own a proper lightsaber but we might someday so we'll know someday yeah. yeah lots of people out there do if they if you have a blade on yours let us know if they're if they're heavy Especially if they're combat ready. I'm kind of curious.
1: It's weird to me. It reminds me of like a meat thermometer, Mm -hmm. you know, that you just kind of like like stick in there to... Check the meat temperature with the two little prongs. I didn't know. That.
0: Oh, you mean like the things that are like preloaded
1: in the turkey? They have them preloaded in
0: turkeys? Yeah. Haven't you ever made a Thanksgiving Day turkey? They have a little
1: meat thermometer in them that well, pops out when it's ready. Well, I had to buy one. No, I had to buy one separate that you put you put it in yourself and then you check the temperature. But I fucked up because what I did is I bought a turducken. And I was trying to cook the turducken and I've never made one before. And I put the meat thermometer in, but the way turduckens are, do you know what one is?
0: Yeah. Is it like a, I guess maybe not. I've never actually
1: seen one. Is Okay. I mean, I know what's in it, but how is it composed? So it's some sort of like Cajun dish, like dirty rice or jambalaya Mm -hmm. or something Mm Cajun-y. And then that is stuffed inside a chicken that's stuffed inside of a duck. Okay. It's then stuffed inside of a turkey. Got it. So when I put the meat thermometer in, I hit a wrong layer or I pushed it too far. So the thermometer wasn't telling me that it was cooked all the way and it was just like so dry. There's no amount of gravy that could fix it. <laughs> it was such a bummer.
0: Wait, so do you put the whole chicken in like legs and all inside of a turkey?
1: Well, I don't actually fix it. You buy it. Oh. Like I bought it and had it shipped to me. Okay. Of like a pre-fixed I don't know how they make it, but yeah. Cajungrocer.com will give you everything you ever want. Except instructions on how to do it. <laughs> well, they Apparently. didn't have instructions. I'm just fucking dumbass so, who doesn't know how to use a meat thermometer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: anyway, Ray's lightsaber looks like a meat thermometer, kind of, allegedly. Yes, okay. yes
1: that is true. And then the two more things. Um, you said last episode that you were thinking it's a vision mm-hmm. with her showing up. And there was a tweet that like Star Wars.com had some write out. Oh, yeah. I saw that. It. I yeah. saw
0: that. It was on the Star Wars.com like website where they had talked about a vision of Ray. Yeah. Of Dark Ray. And then they went back and changed it to what?
1: Like the site of yeah. Dark Ray. Yeah. Yeah. So that's probably right. And the last thing was in the poster, Kylo's wearing a mask in their fight. But if you go through this, like, The clip. Oh, this
0: is a real. He's not. Yeah, his hair is just
1: like waving. So I'm like, well, that's kind of weird. Like, why would you put the mask on him in a poster when clearly it's got to be the same place they're fighting at? It seems strange that they would put the. They wouldn't
0: want Adam Driver's face on the poster. That's sort of strange.
1: Yeah. maybe um, he doesn't want anything to do with it. He's the Nile portman of this series.
0: Yeah, there's also the whole thing where he had his mask off in one scene in The Force Awakens before the like actual reveal. So th- there's like a it's this weird sequence where like JJ Abrams like decided to change it later where they were shooting a scene, it was Hux and Kylo Ren talking to the Snoke projection, the mm-hmm. big one. And allegedly, when they, I guess when they shot it, Kylo Ren didn't have his mask on. They had it off, but they hadn't actually done the reveal yet of like, of him taking his mask off in front of Ray. Like maybe they rearranged the scenes. And so they digitally put the mask on Adam Driver in post production so that the reveal would be later with Ray when he took his mask off. Yeah. Which I thought that was so interesting. So, I mean, who knows? I mean, they, they have the abilities to take that thing on and off, it sounds like. As long as they shot without it originally, they can put it back on. Yeah. If they want to uh, later on.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: It's, but it's a strange decision either way. Because, yeah, it's like, why wouldn't you get Daisy Ridley's face on the poster? why wouldn't you want Adam Driver's face on there, too?
1: Because he's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I still can't get over that face swap someone did with him and Keanu Reeves. and it looks exactly the same yeah i remember that that's really funny oh i love it good times i love it no another thing too though is i'm just wondering how are we gonna do spoilers i hadn't really given much thought to it except
0: oh yeah because we were kind of talking about with with pete a little bit
1: of like how we're gonna handle it the closer we get especially with being on twitter now I i know i didn't do it before
0: well and we talked about this a little bit with him where the jedi praxis guy on reddit went on and like wrote out a whole thing on Star Wars leaks about some alleged spoilers slash leak type Mm -hmm. of stuff. And I actually, we're not going to talk about it here, so no warning or anything necessary, but I started to read it and I was like, I like panicked at one point because I was like, fuck, 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 I don't want to know this. I don't want to know this stuff. Like, and I, like, have since been able to, like, block it out of my mind. I don't remember what I actually read. Mm. Um, I, like, have purposely forgotten it, <laughs> which I didn't think my brain had the power to do, but yay. Yeah. Um, But I don't, I don't remember any of it, but it was just, it was getting too far into stuff of, like... If this is actually true, which who knows, you know, who knows if any of it's true or not? Because at this point, I'm really selective about like what making Star Wars stuff I'm reading because mm-hmm. I don't want to know stuff anymore. Yeah. I want to be able to go into the movie sort of fresh. But some of that stuff, I'm like, if this is actually true, I don't want to know this
1: personally. Did you read any of that stuff? Uh, I listened to the Now This Is podcasting episode and they referenced that and some Bustman Bolton stuff mm-hmm. and then also what they had as yeah. well. Um, and I was I was perfectly fine reading it. It's just like there's so much weird shit that could go on in yes. this movie that I'm like, what? Yeah, just I I don't trust anything until it's like much much closer. Well, and
0: they one of the things that I had read about that Jedi Praxis stuff is that someone had said like this sounds like what could have been the premise of the Colin Trevorrow script before that got scrapped.
1: Oh. So they're like,
0: none of this might be real, but it may have been the case at one point, or it may have been the plan,
1: because he had the ending and everything, and had told Bracy Dudley. <laughs> he told Bracy Dancely. Because mm-hmm. um, <laughs> remember, there was that article where he told the ending to Daisy Ridley, and she was like, "Oh my god, I was crying at the end." Huh. I I vaguely remember that. I don't remember it being Colin
0: Trevorrow. I thought that it was J.J. Abrams Mm -mm. had known the ending and had told her. No,
1: it was Colin Trevorrow. Weird. So she knew what the ending was going to be before he got like scrapped. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So that's a very good point that a lot of this could be coming from. But then it's like, where did
0: that person get that information? I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of.
1: Maybe who knows Disney's where anyone, leaking it on purpose. Yeah,
0: who knows where anyone got any of it. They're like,
1: hey, let's leak all of this information because it doesn't matter.
0: It would be interesting to find out what, like, after the last after the, the last film comes out. Like, yeah. it'd be interesting to you know, like, what
1: exactly did he have planned? What was the other idea? Yeah. I don't know. Or what George Lucas would have done. Yeah. Ah, G, Lou, I love you. Yeah, so I'm curious. How does Twitter work with spoilers? I don't know. I'm probably a lot of people who listen to us. Know how to use Twitter. Well, what a lot of people do
0: at this, and what a lot of people I think have done at this point, if they they'll put a uh, they'll mute certain keywords in there on Twitter. You can go into like your content settings and mute things. So they'll mute things like Star Wars leaks or leaks or spoilers. You can just mute the entire word or hashtag in that way. You can hopefully avoid some stuff. It's not a foolproof method, but that's kind of the best I think that you can get without going completely dark on no.
1: twitter okay might be good for people to learn yeah here because i i wouldn't know what to do because i'm not that acclimated to twitter still <laughs> no it's great good but enough.
0: Ho- hopefully something like that is helpful to somebody but it's again it's not 100 percent foolproof who know? who knows or you mute the rise of skywalker or t-r-o-s and that should be helpful too but then it's like you're missing so much content yeah. you know like it's like yeah fun pictures
1: or behind the scenes yeah or-
0: it's too early for me, but I know that, like, when the Lego leaks happened, that people were were muting that because they didn't want to see that. Even though, again, I don't think any of that
1: was really all that spoilery, but... Yeah, I feel like Legos are usually not... It
0: was just, like, ships, and there was, like, a Sith trooper, and it's like, well, like, yeah, Whoa. duh. Like, <laughs> geez, hello. Everyone settle down. Like, yeah. Okay. Totally. Anyway, let's talk about this fucking... Speaking of uh, Black Spire Outpost, Galaxy's Edge Coke bottles <laughs> fucking getting banned on flights. This is such a stupid ass story. We can't not mention it. So TSA had banned people from bringing the circular Coke bottles, even though they were empty on flights because they resemble a, uh, a bomb. bomb. Yeah.
1: Bomb, 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 Yeah. How's <laughs> was that from, Meet the Me the parents? Me the
0: Parents, the first one, oh, I think.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, so they, they banned them, but then they later, because they had originally said, you can't bring them on your carry-on, and you can't pack them in your checked luggage, because they just resemble a um, detonation device. So they have later, they've since corrected that. And now, as long as they're empty, you can bring them in your carry-on. And is, if they're full still, you have to check them in your bag. But you can check them. But I think you're still taking a risk depending what airport you're at. There's still a chance that they could be like, yeah, no, bro.
1: Yeah, you um, should just mail it to yourself. Yeah, which or is just also like risky.
0: fucking recycle it. Who cares? Like, Jesus. I just such a weird thing. You want a Coke? buy one at a grocery store in a regular bottle. But like. it's not
1: <laughs> shaped like a bomb. Oh Although God. I don't think people build bombs that look like that anymore. Because again, I've been watching a lot of Homeland and they're usually like rectangles or in pipes.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of strange. I'm like, no, but they they say that like, if anything resembles any kind of explosive device, even if, even if it's a like a child's toy it's not allowed on an airplane mm. which I'm kind of like it's still gonna make people uneasy if they see so I kind of get it but I'm like a fucking coke bottle seriously like it's just yeah. it's really dumb but also like I don't know I'm not a collector so I don't get the appeal at all I'm like um, or you could recycle it and help the planet, but that's fine. Maybe
1: they just want to sell it on eBay, like those sporks. Yeah, <laughs>
0: like the sporks that are no more. <laughs> they can't do the sporks anymore. Sporks at that are gone. Stage. Oh my oh. gosh, wouldn't
1: it be funny if they'd put some sort of tracker in them? You know how, like, when you're leaving Walmart with a grocery cart, like, if you go past a certain distance, the wheels lock?
0: Uh, I didn't know that because I don't shop at Walmart, but that's interesting.
1: I'm surprised, yeah. actually. Wouldn't it would have been funny if, like, you just got electrocuted from, like, a walking. <laughs> Too far with his spork. the spork. <laughs> <laughs>
0: or if they had referenced that in Galaxy's uh, or in uh, Black Spire in the book, they like suddenly Vi was shocked by her
1: spork. <laughs> she tried to steal one of Oga, Oga's cups from her cantina and mm-hmm. walked out and her pinky got blown off. <laughs> Damn you, Oga! Shaking her pinky-less fist. <laughs> oh my God, it's so gross. So then someone takes the pinky and like wears it around his neck, like in The Walking Dead. Yep, gross. <laughs> but also, that's on brand,
0: I think, for Black Spire oh, Post. to get some sketchy yeah, figures out there.
1: It can happen. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Maybe that's like a delicacy to some people. Human pinkies. Mm-hmm. There can't be a lot of meat on them, though, right? Like, yeah, I think a lot of a lot of bone yeah ours are both very skinny yeah i feel like mine looks like a tiny baby hand
0: maybe if you had like if you were a a meatier person like a a beefier person more you wouldn't be
1: able to have a proper tea without a pinky (laughs) what (laughs) you know don't they say pinkies up when you're having a proper tea sure I haven't been to tea in so long. Have you ever been to a proper tea? No. I'm surprised you didn't go to one with the cotillion. <laughs> they have them at the Drake, though. Yeah, right? I know. But they fancy. But anyway, I in movies when people in England drink tea and they're like something or other and then pinkies up.
0: Huh. I feel like that's a very posh practice that like they don't actually do it unless they're with the queen or something.
1: I bet I do it by default cuz you're proper and fancy. <laughs> Just to trick people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Should okay. we talk
0: about the fucking Mandalorian? <laughs> yes, that is
1: <laughs> that is next on the news.
0: That's what that's what it's oh called. Oh my god,
1: I'm feeling good from this vodka. Yeah. I think we should have vodka be like a pretty good standing drink for a while. Sure.
0: Let's right. do it. I like vodka. I always have Tito's in this house. So
1: my elbow hurts, but yeah. Okay. So the
0: fucking Mandalorian. This image that came out with the Trandoshans. what are your thoughts
1: um (laughs) power rangers and it it looks just like the fucking power rangers it's
0: just the vibe or it's just kind of what you get from it in terms of like like what makes you think of the power rangers
1: uh the trend people oh
0: okay like the specifically like how they look
1: how they look like their face Kind of just everything about them reminds me of like a power range, an elevated power ranger villain. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? I
0: don't, I think part of that is because they're trying to sort of go for this like kind of grungier vintage look. And because they, they I feel like when we were at the panel at Celebration, they just kept talking about how like we want this to look like original trilogy and we wanted to feel like original trilogy Star Wars. So I feel like maybe that's what they were going for. I just can't every time I look at this picture, I feel like it just looks like it's it looks like someone posing action figures for like toy photography. Like it does not look real to me for some reason. It looks like I like not concept art, but it just I don't know. It's so strange to me.
1: There's something weird about this. I feel like I need to see them like front on or like see them talk, yeah. because my mind doesn't go straight to transocean. Why is that? Transocean. Transocean. Yeah, I think you're trying but, to add an extra R. <laughs> yeah, my my mind doesn't go straight to that species when I look at them. But no, th- it doesn't look like the
0: transoceans from like. Like the one
1: from Rebels that
0: Seth Green played, and that fucking yeah. awful filler episode. It doesn't look like that. It doesn't
1: really look like Bosk. Like no, and we've never seen them like. Well, I mean, okay, we've seen Bosk obviously, but apart from they don't look like him at all, and we've only no. ever seen them in animated form otherwise. Yeah. So I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. So that was kind of the first thing that came
0: I mean, I'm not worried about it. You're not worried about how the show's gonna oh, look, no. are you? No. It's just I'm not the picture's kinda all. weird looking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean I'm not expecting it to be like feature film, expensive epic. I know they spent a lot of money on it because mm-hmm. I remember us thinking a while back that it was ten episodes until a million episode, which it you know, it's I think it's eight. Yeah. Right?
0: So it really it's a little bit more than what so the, they've got the
1: money to do it i don't think i'm gonna look at it and be like oh my god it's power rangers point two yeah but i'm curious about it i'm i'm ready to watch it i've got my uh three-day discount through a year my brain's not working anymore i started drinking <laughs> in the car on the way here um so, thanks vodka uh, yay vodka for everyone unless you're too young to drink yeah anyway yeah i'm excited to watch it and just see what it's about I'm really wondering if they're going to show Pedro Pascal's face. I'm not really hung up on that at
0: all because I'm like 95% sure that they're definitely going to. Really? Yeah. I, I just don't understand why you would cast Pedro Pascal without ever showing his face. It just doesn't for make any sense.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Have we heard anything about if it's like automatically getting a season two or anything like they've that?
0: They've already, yeah, they've already started working on scripts for season two. So
1: I think it has been renewed. So they could technically wait until season two to do it. I suppose so. I wonder how long a lot of these Disney shows will go on. Yeah. Like live action ones. I feel like you can't just drag them out forever because that's annoying.
0: Well, with the, I mean, with The Mandalorian, that's so much unexplored territory. I almost feel like you could. Like this is, you know, set X amount of years after Return of the Jedi or – and that's just – it's unexplored territory. So yeah. who knows? Well,
1: I feel like a lot of it too – well, maybe what's what will be good about it – is um, there's an article here that's describing how we're going to see a lot about how the First Order formed. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. And a lot of us book readers, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, we kind of have – I feel like we have a pretty good idea about what happens and how the First Order comes to be and all that stuff, but it's got to be a minority of people who watch versus – and who also read yeah, as I much mean, as we do. There
0: weren't a lot of people I don't I mean, in terms of how many people are gonna watch this show versus how many people read the aftermath trilogy, I think that's a that's probably a pretty big gap. But it'll be kind of cool for those of us who have if they can you know, obviously if they're gonna bring someone like Ray Sloane or um Brendel Hux or whoever into this show they're going to have to introduce them but it'll be kind of it'll still be cool for those of us who have already seen it and already know who those characters are and anyone who hears Brendel hux's name is automatically going to associate him with his son armitage mm-hmm. so that I think that would be kind of cool for us to be able to see.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think that'll be nice to see it from a different perspective. And again, it's still a story they need to tell because not everyone reads the books. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not and everyone's in our book club for the cool kids. Sorry. No, but I think this is still a really interesting concept that most people don't
0: know a lot about of like how the force, the First Order was formed, which is obviously why they've decided to include it in the show. I just am curious to see what what's the like ratio going to be in terms of like – First order, like, establishment versus the Mandalorian and his mission. Like, I wonder how much time we're actually going to spend
1: on it. Because we don't know how long the season spans. Like, it could just be a week. Yeah. We know. Huh. But it'll be interesting. I'm excited for this. The more I
0: hear about it, the more I'm excited for it. And I am really, really, really hoping we can see Ray Sloan in live action form i'm sort of i really think it was a missed opportunity in rebels that we never got to see her in that show i think
1: that would have been an interesting place to put her and this is the perfect time for it yeah like this is the perfect timing but another reason that we are both excited about the mandalorian is uh courtesy of dave filoni
0: Yeah, Dave Filoni did this interview with uh, James Hibbard of Entertainment Weekly talking about how, or basically confirming, that Boba Fett is not a fucking Mandalorian. Like, he is a clone. He's not actually a Mandalorian. He is not from Mandalore. Or he's not, he wasn't born on Mandalore. He was born in a fucking tube. Neither is his father. Yeah, so it, like, it's just kind of interesting that, 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 This is one of those things that I feel like a lot of people know and acknowledge, but there's a lot of people out there that are just like, nah, it doesn't matter. He's still awesome. Yeah, no,
1: but he's not, though. Boba Fett sucks. Yeah. No, because I've had conversations with people that are like, oh, Boba Fett's the best. Mando's so cool. I'm like, but you don't realize that he is not a Mandalorian. So people, anyway... This this makes me feel more validated. I think Laura and I both feel more validated in how we express our feelings about Boba Fett now.
0: Yeah, now you don't hate all Mandalorians, though. I mean, you don't like dislike the whole Satine crease Oh, life, I have no hate against Mandalorian. That. It's just Boba Fett, it's just right? Boba Fett. That's that's how I feel about it too. Because I I like Sabine Wren in general as a character, so I, I don't have any problem with Mandalorians in general. But yeah, Boba Fett is just like I just always thought he was such a stupid character. He's I don't so get the appeal at all. Stupid. Teach their own. Everybody has like different characters in Star Wars that they like. That's fine. He's just not for us. Yeah, but and he's it's not just a kind Mandalorian. Of, yeah, and it's funny that this was sort of finally confirmed on in Entertainment Weekly, nonetheless, by Dave Filoni. So there.
1: Yay. <laughs> Hurrah. Anyway, anyway, let's see. Anything else. We've got some new cast members. We've got a chick from Twilight. Oh yeah. Julie Jones. Uh yeah, Native cast. American. Awesome.
0: Very cool. Um but yeah, in tw- You don't know who she was in Twilight, do you? I don't.
1: Um I would assume one of the the friends of one of like the Jacob's like tribe. Of, yeah. Yeah. Let's see, we also got some new pictures like IG 11. Oh, yeah, the IG 11, I think, was changed drastically or looks much, much better from the preview than it did from what we saw at Celebration. I just remember being it just everything was
0: so dark at Celebration, like nothing had been properly lit yet yeah. in any of the footage that we'd seen. So, and I think there was a lot of sort of like background effects that hadn't been added but really it was just an issue of it being dark you couldn't see anything Mm -hmm. um so yeah they've brightened everything up they finished the the effects and the like background stuff and it looks fantastic. But beyond that there's there's some there's a series of articles in Entertainment Weekly about the Mandalorian that are out now and online and available to read. I didn't bother really to read all of them because one of them's really long. <laughs>
1: yeah. I think the last thing that I've noticed is his armor like super changes. Which is weird to me because from, Oh yeah, it gets like it gets like cleaned up and spiffed yeah, up. It gets clean and shiny and I feel like pieces get added to it. Because, um, you know, they're saying he's a real Mandalorian. I don't know how it gets clean. But I remember from Rebels, doesn't Sabine, like, isn't she like, yeah, this armor was passed down from, like, my great-great-grandfather, and I just painted it to be more like me. So, like, their armor comes down through generations. So how is his magically shiny all of a sudden?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, like, he gets paid from this job or something at some point, or gets... I have no idea where he gets somewhere where he can actually get it cleaned up. You remember in the in the preview he's got all those um all those bounties in carbonite frozen in carbonite. Mm-hmm. So maybe he he takes all of those and collects somewhere and he's able to get like a Buff job done. On it's his. like at the airport, he yeah. just goes and sits down. And it's someone a, does It's shoes. a shoe shine type of thing, but for armor. <laughs> That's the business idea we could have. Yes,
1: there it is. That's another money maker mm-hmm. in the galaxy far, far away. Hello, Mandalorians. Be... Do you need your armor spiffed up? Mm-hmm. Do, 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 do. It's like cleaning up the 10 Man on the Wizard of Oz. We could just send him through like a car
0: wash where they just have to like stand there. Yes, <laughs> it'll be like the Jetsons. <laughs> Remember, oh they, like how they shower and stuff yeah
1: (laughs) what was it was it that video you showed me about um someone and their picture was a dog and you were like look at this Instagram story oh yeah
0: it was Laura Dern (laughs) Laura Dern had like a fucking crazy Instagram story this week she was I swear to god I like I, I don't know this for sure but I think she was high as a kite and she went to a car wash and just like watched her car go through the thing and like did a selfie Instagram video, like narrating her car going through a fucking car wash is so dumb and hilarious. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch is cray. Um, and, but the last article that's on here is just uh, Bryce Dallas Howard talking about how she's like really excited to direct and cause she kind of just grew up around all this stuff. So she's directing at least one episode. Um, I'm pretty sure it's just one episode of the Mandalorian. So that's really exciting. So this isn't really related to The Mandalorian, but one other thing I wanted to mention because fucking Resistance Reborn is the book by Rebecca Roanhorse that was supposed to come out on November twelfth, the same day that The Mandalorian is being released on Disney Plus, and I was like really annoyed because I would love to be able to sit and watch The Mandalorian, but I would also like to really get started on this book because I think this book is going to be really fucking cool and it's going to give us it's going to fill in the gap between The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker. And
1: they moved the book release back. So that's exciting. Um, So I keep forgetting about this one. Is this like the really super young adult book we're talking about? I don't think so. I think this is an adult
0: novel because this is... This is like Ray and Finn and Rose
1: and Poe or oh, some of those. this is the one right after Last Jedi. Yeah, where they okay. get
0: sent on like a supply mission and then they have to answer a distress call or something.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. I see. For some reason, there was like one we were talking about a while back that I thought was about a young thing and I was just like, what? Mm. Um, but yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyway, gotcha.
0: that's going to that's that was originally announced to be released on November 12th. That's now going to be out Tuesday, November 5th. So that's kind of exciting. We get an extra week to get some reading in and that means that now the only thing that's happening I think on November 12th is the Mandalorian. Okay. Unless Force Collector comes out that day too, maybe there were two books that were supposed to come out that
1: day. Oh, I don't know. We I don't have know. Too much to read. There's too much shit going. On. Like, everyone, slow down. Everyone needs to slow down. It's Is just... anything coming up on Triple Force Friday?
0: I don't follow all that stuff. That's all that action figure Besides shit. You know birthday. me. Besides your birthday, yeah. I don't, I don't follow that stuff. I have like stuff I bought on Force Friday last year that I still have not ever used. Like I bought these nail things, these like nail wraps. Oh, those decals. Yeah. Oh my god, they're so fucking stupid. They like didn't work. I got these. I got some for Solo, and I like ended. So I guess it was two years ago that I bought them, and they were like horseshit. So getting
1: them off is a bitch. Like everything's a bitch about them hmm. getting them off getting them the right size like dealing with your cuticles it just fucking sucks it's well kind of i would it. i did them after
0: i'd gotten a manicure on already but it still just was like just it was such a pain mm-hmm. in the ass
1: it was so dumb no anyway it's better just to like google some pictures of like art and have like a someone draw it what do they call it like a an accent nail or five?
0: Oh yeah party nail.
1: <laughs> Isn't that what
0: they're called? Or is Party Nail the Coke Nail? Is that another for Party Nails Coke?
1: I don't know. It's like when you have one really long nail, that's your Coke oh, Nail. that's your, yeah. If you have like a long pinky nail, that's yeah. the cocaine nail. But I thought it was an accent nail when you just did one that was fancy and the others were boring.
0: Yeah. I always thought it was a Party Nail. If, that, if you had the one fancy one. But maybe I'm thinking of
1: another word. For you know, to now. each their own. Tomato, tomato. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, I guess no one at uh, Black Spire Outpost knows anything about that because they all got their pinkies chopped off mm-hmm. from stealing them sports. That's what happens. Whoops. That's the trackers that they have out there. It's, it's my can- bad. It's
0: canon. Uh, speaking of canon, the the books that we that are out now are right now are what we're going to do next. We're going to talk about Crash of Fate and Black Spire. Do you want to
1: take a break before we get into recaps? Yes. Okay. Yes. I think I need a drink refill. Okay. And stuff. Okay. Okay. So, we be back
0: we will be back and we're going to talk about Crash of Fate, but this is mostly going to be you talking at me about Crash of Fate because I read 47% of it allegedly. I don't remember anything about it because I wasn't super into the story or the characters yeah. and then Black Spire came out and I was like I would rather get into this. So I made I made the switch and I'm I'm glad I made the switch because I'm actually enjoying Black Spire. Quite a bit more,
1: yeah. Do you think you'll go back and finish Crash? Probably, probably.
0: Because I, I, as far as I know, and I could be wrong. I don't think there's anything coming out again for a while. And I'll probably finish. I'll probably finish Black Spire like early next week. And so I can circle back to Crash of Fate then. But I don't mind you spoiling it for me if you want to get into spoilers and stuff here. Um, that's kind of up to you. There's nothing really all that significant about the story.
1: No, no, there's little things that I think I was reaching at. Really? Or reaching for, like we talked about. Um, like, what's weird if I couldn't stop reading it. Like, yeah. I was just like, oh, I have to finish it. But when I finished it, I was like, this is in my bottom three for sure. Really? Yeah. I hate that it took place in one day. I think these kids are fucking idiots. And then I feel like I'm reaching for connections. Like, they have a package to deliver. Is it to deliver something in relation to Black Spire? So-and-so has, I don't even remember his name anymore, has a landspeeder that was bought from a junker who got it on Tatooine. What if it's Luke's? Yeah. And there's that little kid that we just talked about earlier that I was like, what if he's the Force Collector? Um, but that's not to be. I, I think it's just like a good precursor to Black Spire, from what I've read of it so far. Yeah. But I just couldn't get over all of the the Fifty Shades Junior <laughs> parts. Yeah. And again, I'm not a prude. It just feels weird. Yeah.
0: It just feels weird because they're young. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. That's cool. I don't think you're a prude. <laughs> I didn't get to that part in the book, so I. But I, I, know you sent me some like screenshots of like this is weird, isn't this weird? This is weird, right? And I was like, yeah, this is weird.
1: I just like I'd rather see grown ups. And and this was the analogy I gave you like two weeks ago. Is that, granted, American Pie came out like at like our generation. Yeah, it was
0: like a late '90s release or something. Yeah, right?
1: yeah. So like watching it, I didn't feel gross. I was young. And it felt, it was fine, but also all the characters were, like, in their mid to late 20s. Yeah. For the most part. You mean all the actors? Cause yeah. Because the,
0: the, the characters were supposed to be in high school. Yeah, the yeah.
1: actors. The actors were all adults. Yeah. Whereas there's that movie Blockers that everyone's like, this is the new American Pie, and it's actually played by teenagers who are, like, 16, 17. hmm And I just felt creepy watching it. hmm And then I rewatched American Pie, and I didn't feel creepy, which could just be a bias. But there's something different there. I don't know. But when she's like, oh, he tastes like the peach fruit that we ate earlier today on his lips when I put my (laughs) mouth on him. (laughs) I'm just like, ew.
0: Do Do you think part of the problem is that we're older than these characters and that this book is supposed to be, I think, a young adult. It's supposed to be like a teenager reading it. Is it just that we're too old that we're not actually this book wasn't actually meant? It's not aimed at us, you know.
1: Yeah. Do you think that might be part of the problem? Yeah, I wonder what what age for reading as young adult considered. I'm
0: tr- I truly am not sure. We can stop and Google it really quick if you want, but I don't I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I'd feel so awkward if I, like I walked if I had a kid, but it, okay if I had a ten year old that was like, "Ooh, I'm gonna wrap my legs around boys in a swimming pool." You know, like... Like the girl does in the book? Yeah. I'd be like, um, there's going to be a boner, like, touching your hoo-ha, <laughs> and that's going to be awkward. You're like, and now I'm
0: uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's... That's kind of funny. Like, I, I wonder if maybe part of it is just because we're... We might be not the the age group this book is targeted at, but I'm also, like... I don't know. I'm thinking about other young adult books that I've read, like Hunger Games and Divergent. I didn't read Twilight, like Harry Potter even. I'm like, there's kids making out and stuff in those and that didn't make me uncomfortable. But are you saying this goes like considerably farther than that?
1: Yeah, it's just I mean, are they
0: just like, they put the penis
1: in the vagina. Like, it's not that. It's like she pressed up against me. Her shirt was rising up, and I put my hand as her shirt rode up. She, like, wrapped her legs around me in this magic pond thing. (laughs) And, like, our tongues touched each other and blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, oh, God, stop. Huh? Get out of here. That's really funny. Anyway, and the whole thing was set in a day, which just annoyed me. And I just, I thought, I couldn't stop reading it. I got through it real fast, but it annoyed me and it's in my bottom three.
0: I just wonder if like, if I had read Harry Potter when I was 30, over 30 years old, and I had to watch Harry and Jenny going to school together in book two, and then by book five, they're like making out. I'm like, that may have been a little weird. I guess, but I don't I don't know. I think it was think, just
1: the way it was written.
0: I'm not trying to compare any of these star any Star Wars books to Harry Potter. That's not fair. That's not a fair comparison, but I'm just trying to put my mind like in terms of like another young adult type of thing. I don't know. I don't ever remember being uncomfortable reading in a young adult book, and I haven't gotten to that part of this book, but I can totally see how like some of it's just it sounds like some of it's just like Really? And maybe part of it is that the because the book only takes place in one day, we've never met these characters outside of this book. You just don't feel any connection to them. Yeah. And so it just feels sort of invasive seeing their private
1: shit going on. Awkward. Yeah. (laughs) So awkward. Uh yeah, so that book was fine, and okay. I do think it was nice to read it before Black Spire. Really, finish it. There's a lot of overlap in terms of some of the side characters, right? Like we get, yeah. Do we meet Oga eventually? Mm-hmm. Okay, because she's. I didn't.
0: I didn't get to a part in Crash uh, of Fate with Oga yet.
1: and Doc Ondar. There's the chick who does the like, who works at the refueling and fixing station. Maybe that's not the same chick. I don't know. There's just a bunch of like ancillary people who work around the outpost. Yeah. Who we see the same names. Some of the food and stuff that's referenced. Yeah. That's similar stuff. So. Yeah. yeah. So um, Black Spire, neither of us have finished.
0: No. So we're not going to spoil the ending because we don't know it yet. But we're both around the h- little more than halfway mark. Yeah.
1: Like 60 to 70 percent. Yeah.
0: And I we kind of mentioned this already. I love this book i'm really really loving it and i really didn't expect to love it because i expected to come into it and be like okay the point of this book is to sell me on a theme park and that's fine i'm gonna go to the theme park anyway you don't need to sell me on it like i'm already in but i i'm I'm gonna read this because it sounds like i guess it's like an interesting story and we get cardinal back from the phasma novel and we have vi marati back from phasma um so those were, were those were appealing factors to me. I did not expect to have this be such a page turner. And I've done the same thing again where I'm listening to the audio book and I'm kind of switching back and forth between the audiobook and reading like every now and then I'll actually jump in and like read a chapter. But I'm mostly listening to it and I am
1: really enjoying it. Nice.
0: What are are your thoughts so
1: far? Yeah, I've only been reading it. I'm really enjoying it. I'm I'm being really slow to read it. Really? But I think that's just because I've been addicted to watching Homeland and being really focused on getting through five seasons in under a week. Yeah. I'm so impressive. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But no, I really enjoy it because I think Delilah Dawson did such an amazing job with these characters in Phasma. And I really enjoyed Fathma. I know a lot of people thought it kind of dragged. Yeah, on a lot. it, it did for me. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. But it's nice to see these characters like in a completely different situation. And especially now after the Last Jedi, we know like what, what dire circumstances yeah. there are. Um, and I do think having Red Crash of Fate helps like understand how the outpost works and yeah. kind of who people are and what you need to do or not do. So I am I'm very, very happy about it. I am excited to finish it. I just don't know when it's going to happen.
0: Yeah, I uh, I anticipate finishing it soon. It's kind of fun because it makes these great references to uh, some sort of not even just sequel trilogy, but there is a lot of sequel trilogy kind of lore that's referenced, but there's there's little pieces from other parts of it too. Some things that stand out include uh, Savi, who runs the the junkyard Mm -hmm. he is friends with Laura Santeca oh yeah so that's kind of fun we get a little and he's he and Elena are sort of members of like the Church of the Force so they've got Vi even kind of comments on it at one point where she sort of calls them like kind of culty she's like it kind of comes off this sort of weird churchy kind of way but she's like but they're not pushy about it it's just who they are it's just kind of cool but yeah she does interpret it to be sort of cult like this whole Church of the Force thing that they're into there's this really interesting thing with the audiobook where there are a lot of bar scenes, right? Like, there's a lot of scenes that take place in Ogus Cantina, mm-hmm. and they have this like background noise playing in the audiobook of just like people talking in a bar. But there's one particular sound effect that they use over and over again, and I hear it oh, no. every time they do it. I'm gonna do an imitation of it because it's really fucking funny and it's Really bizarre
1: every time it happens. I'm waiting in, just in anticipation.
0: Wait for it. Okay. Every once in a while, well, they'll be talking. The narrator will be narrating on their uh, on their own time, and in the background, you can hear this person doing this sound effect, and it sounds like someone just going.
1: Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> the fuck out! It's just
0: so funny, and it happens. All the time in the in the book because they're in the bar a lot and it's just it's really quiet like I was trying to not get too close to my mic because I knew that was going to be loud but like it's fucking hysterical every time I hear it it makes me laugh in the book so I'm really enjoying like the production quality of the book there's like they're using music and stuff and it's a, it's really great the way it's being used but it's got some sort of bizarre tendencies to the point where I'm like, when we go to Oga's Cantina, are we going to be hearing that noise?
1: Like, am I going to hear that playing somewhere? I'll let you tell me because I'm not getting that audio book. It's going to be fucking great. But yeah, I'm excited to finish it. I think Delilah Dawson's awesome. She just seems like such a cool chick she's a cool
0: badass and i i enjoy her on twitter she's really open about like if you everything yeah if you're interested in being a writer and you're interested in figuring out what the process is for getting your work published or even having it like reviewed or anything like she posts all these great tips and things like that like it's just she's really she's a great resource which is really cool and not something that you see very often um she's always like really willing to share information and i just i just think that she's she's a really cool chick
1: yeah i'm really excited um, the Living Force did an interview with her. Oh, yeah. About Black Spire. So I am really want to hear that, but I think I have to finish Black Spire first. Yeah,
0: yeah, we got to finish listening. Yeah, that's really funny. I, I'm
1: like, I'm making myself read it as Vi instead of V. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the audiobook is, has given me some really interesting pronunciations. Like, I wouldn't have thought that Savi looks like Savi but it's Savvy. Oh, I um, thought Savvy. The, let me think. I always pronounced the currency as Spira. It's Spira.
1: It's not Spira.
0: Oh. And then, let me think, what were some of the other I ones? I think um,
1: was the one that, it, how's, how's that pronounced? I was I think thinking. I it's Oh, Alina. I was thinking Yelena.
0: Oh, yeah, and no, I, I think they're just pronounced yeah. with an E. The other one that was really strange, and I, because I heard it before I saw it written in the book, K-R-I-K-I, it's Cry-Kai, not, not creaky, creaky. creaky or anything. Creaky. Yeah. yeah, it's Cry-Kai, huh. which is weird. Yeah. Um, But yeah, the the character that you mentioned, the filling station attendant, she sounds like young Ahsoka. The The voice that the person's doing in the audiobook is just straight up young Ahsoka. It's kind of bizarre. Hmm. But yeah, it. other than that, it's, it's, I'm really enjoying it. I'm excited to finish it. Kind of like other books. I did jump ahead and read the, the epilogue, but I won't talk about that. <laughs> what can what, you do that. I know. I, well, it's just, part of it is just me needing to set my expectations down. Because I just want, I want them to, the epilogues to always like be this really epic thing that pushes the story forward and makes me want a sequel. I want it to bring me a totally different story with different people and then have there be some big reveal about who it is. And I never get get that out of any of the audio book or out of any of the star wars books which is always right. kind of disappointing but whatever i have a question for you though because i i don't know if you've it sounds like maybe you've gotten to this part who would you fan cast as zade he's the like sort of swaggering smuggler that they encounter oh, in the bar the and blue hair yeah did you get any sort of like mental image of
1: Of who he would be. I couldn't tell you how old he's supposed to be. See, I think of like a like swaggery, sly guy and immediately I think Johnny Depp comes to mind. Really? For at least like an older person, but I don't think the character's like older. I feel like the character's younger. I don't know. I don't really put movie characters to people. Really? I I don't like think that. What about you?
0: Oh, I was trying to think is he's just described as like being really charismatic and just like people just want to talk to him and just want you like he's just kind of got this like what do they call it like a gleam or a glow is like the the terminology that the the sort of force cult people use where he's got these he's got good vibes (laughs) um but, but yeah I was I was trying to think of like I don't know who Somebody who's just like really charismatic. Johnny Depp's actually a good one. He's I mean he's a charismatic just sort of like dude. From parts of the Caribbean how yeah. he's like Wee. more like just
1: you would more cast like Jack Sparrow in the role than you than yeah. Johnny Depp. Like more just a drunk pirate type. Yeah. I guess is kind of how I was picturing him. Yeah. But I'm think the thing is I don't know who the younger actors are anymore. <laughs> because Jeez. like to me, like a younger actor to think of is Josh Hartnett. That's really funny.
0: Yeah, like Who's- he's gotta be in his like 40s um did you see the divergent movies uh at least one maybe two so the kid that plays tobias in that he was what i sort of had in mind he's actually a british actor but he's in in divergent he's playing he's doing an american accent tobias what um actually his his name is four in uh in divergent but i think Later, you actually learn that his name is Tobiah. Uh,
1: Yeah, I don't know. I just can't picture young kids anymore. Also, Josh Hartnett is 41.
0: Oh, okay, So I was right. Theo James is the name of the actor, but he does play four in Divergent. That's who I had sort of in mind. He's a charismatic dude. I'm also rewatching Downton Abbey right now, and he's in an early episode of that. Really? Where he uses his British accent, and he's super charismatic and like really just hot as fucking hell. And I would totally... Picture him as this. I'm so I'm casting. I'm fan casting Theo
1: James as Sade. Yeah, I hell miss Josh Hartnett.
0: That actually kind of checks out too, because if you think about his character in Penny Dreadful, Dreadful,
1: yeah, he could do it. Yeah, man. God, Josh Hartnett, give it to me. Too (laughs) bad he accidentally got that supermodel knocked up. That's how it is with everyone. Like Sean White, like too bad he has a really fucking cool girlfriend. Really, and a cute dog. Yeah, she's like the lead. Person of Fantagram, like they're this like electronic rock band. I think I've never listened to them, but my my friends who love them. I don't even know what that is. Oh my god! (laughs) Yeah, she's like super fucking cool. Not that it would make a difference, you know. Not that I'm expecting Josh Hartnett or Sean White to listen to this podcast and be like, "Alice, you're the best thing in the world. Can we (laughs) go on a date?" (laughs) You know. but it's Aww. not gonna happen when you knock up a supermodel and date like someone who's so cool yeah but it could happen
0: <laughs> what kind of crack are you smoking
1: maybe theo james
0: listens to those podcasts and maybe I he wants care. to marry me oh
1: no, he's older than me that's fine okay yeah theo james is yeah he's 34 he's oh. born in 84 oh okay. he's
0: perfect he's got a baby face he uh, he's fucking does adorable. he have a baby though no. Are you Maybe. Sure? Maybe. No. <laughs> I'm not sure.
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have a Wikipedia. Hold up.
0: Um God, he's so hot. He's got the best like English
1: accent. Or life. Ew. Yeah, he's married. Ew, really? Boo. Yeah, and so there's an Irish actress called Ruth Kearney. Okay. And they married in they married a year ago. And yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he likes writes for refugees. So god damn it fucking everyone Mm -hmm. i mean i think ewan mcgregor's single and he's known to step out on some people so right
0: (laughs) that's still possible (laughs) you're right there's still a chance there's still
1: a chance (laughs) (laughs) we know he's not above it (laughs) i know that's one of those things i'm like david Duchovny, also hot he's a sex addict could totally make that happen right definitely yeah, like it'd be
0: so cat. easy, like shooting candy in a barrel. Nope. <laughs> shooting candy, shooting in a- candy in a barrel. <laughs> I what, that what the fuck is the phrase? Shooting, candy- shooting fish in a barrel. That's what it is. Just like stealing putting- candy from a baby. Candy in a pinata? <laughs> I combine the two. I am stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's like putting candy in a piñata. I like that phrase too. That's not a real phrase,
1: but I like it. That's our new phrase. <laughs> Hashtag DTFT. Are you DTFT? You will bring piñatas full of candy yep. to us next time you see us. Oh my God, if someone brought us a piñata, I would just like fall over and die. One of
0: my uh, friends gave Rose a piñata for Christmas one year.
1: Oh my God. It was, was a che- it, full of
0: booze? It, it was a cheeseburger full of candy. Nice. <laughs> it was awesome. Nice. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. Enough of that, yeah. I guess. On to uh, our listener email from our
0: friend Timothy. So from our friend Timothy at Toasted Zen on Twitter, in A New Hope, Obi-Wan tells Luke that Vader killed Anakin and also that the truths we cling to depend greatly on our own point of view. Now that we have the prequels, do you think the relationship that Obi-Wan had with Anakin and Anakin's fall is what led Obi Wan to believe that he was gone for good and irredeemable. So this is a this is a couple of kind of a lot to think about, but yeah, um, I like it because this is like sort of a deep thinker question. Did you have thoughts? Do you want me to
1: start? Do you want to start? Yeah. So I think, or do you want to go first? I can. Yeah, you can go, go first. Too.
0: So, yeah, so the question is basically, do you, you know, when it comes to your own point of view, how does Obi-Wan's backstory essentially with Anakin, I think, affect it? It, So that was kind of an interesting thing to think about. Um, But the question, do you think the relationship that Obi-Wan had with Anakin affected whether or not he actually believed Anakin was irredeemable? I think it definitely did. Um, Because the relationship between Obi-Wan and Anakin was so close and so strong. I mean, he, like, calls him, like, you were like my brother, Um, I think that some part of Obi-Wan knew that Anakin had some sort of dark tendencies. We witnessed some of those in the Clone Wars series. But that didn't really make his severe downfall to the dark side any less traumatic for Obi-Wan. And so that's kind of how we think of it. I think that that event, like, utterly traumatized Obi-Wan. He basically, like, raises this young boy from, like, through adolescence and into adulthood. And then all of a sudden, everything he knew falls to shit and all of his colleagues are gunned down and he finds out that the person he cares most about in the galaxy is partially responsible for the deaths of all of you know all of these people that he's been surrounded with his entire life and that would like just shatter your existence so i think he he still has those memories of when Anakin was good and his brain has to like compartmentalize and separate the two and so maybe he truly believes that Vader spiritually killed Anakin, but maybe he believes Anakin's actually dead. I don't actually know. But yeah, I do think that in a big way, Obi-Wan's relationship with Anakin and his point of view really does influence like the fact that he doesn't think that Anakin w- would have been
1: redeemable or Vader would have been redeemable. So we start seeing Obi-Wan's mind change when they're at the Jedi Temple to go change the code, you know, tell everyone to stay away. Mm -hmm. And Obi-Wan is like, no, Yoda, like, don't send me after Anakin. Send me after Palps. Mm -hmm. Like, I just can't do it. You know, like, I don't don't want anything to do. Like, Obi-Wan's so against it. And then Obi-Wan still, like, even when they're on Mustafar, like, fighting has this glimmer of hope that Anakin will kind of, like, turn and change his mind, right? Mm -hmm. Until they're, like, floating on the lava shit and Anakin's like, in my point of view, the Jedi are evil. And Obi-Wan says, well, then you are lost. Um, And then so on and so forth. And obviously Anakin gets all of his shit chopped off and burns in flames. But I think... Obi-Wan waited as long as he could and I I think he would have kind of gone I feel like Yoda's orders were to kill him I don't even know if I'm answering the question now I think Yoda's orders were to kill him obviously but I think Obi-Wan wouldn't have had Anakin like changed his mind or acted differently yeah but he saw him be like knighted as Vader He knows that he was the one who, like, killed the younglings. Yeah. And I still think he would have given him a second chance. But I feel like the last straw was, like, I believe the Jedi are evil. And Obi-Wan specifically said, no, don't do this. And it was, like, his last kind of command. Anakin did not answer, and he paid for it. Yeah. So I don't don't know. I feel like there would have to be some sort of weird backstory for Obi-Wan to be okay with Anakin again. You know what I mean? Like, So do you
0: think that even like Return of the Jedi, when he like is there at the end with Yoda in Force Ghost form, that he's like there that Obi-Wan
1: is secretly just like, you fucking asshole. How did you even get here? I just spent goddamn 19 years on tattooing for you. So. What did you do to earn this? Yeah. Yeah. Like, get the fuck out. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, there would have to be some explaining going on. I don't think I would. I mean, I, I hold grudges um, bad, but uh, unless someone like really apologizes to me like 20 times in a row and I don't think I would get over it. Yeah, I, I totally get that. Like, I really
0: don't. Do you, What do you think? Do you think things would have been different or how do you think it would have been different if Padme had convinced him like... Don't do this. Just come away with me. Let's just go somewhere. Obi-Wan knows what's going on. We'll leave him and he can fucking do his own thing or whatever. And we'll just fuck off and go somewhere else. Like, let's just go. What do you think Obi-Wan's reaction would have been then?
1: So there's a lot of stuff in play because Palpatine's still alive Mm -hmm. and Yoda's fighting him and Yoda fails. Mm -hmm. And we know we have all the clone troopers who are against everything and mm-hmm. there aren't a lot of jedi left to begin with
0: well and they're hunting down jedi yeah. so like do you think they probably would have like come after anakin It would have just spent his whole life spent on the run if he had just bailed out
1: yeah he wouldn't have he would have had to go somewhere like very secluded and they both would have so unless they god who could they have convinced i feel like they'd have to have other jedi to overthrow and like end the emperor because you're not going to end thousands of clone troopers Mm -hmm. so i don't know that is surprising that he was just okay with it but i guess if it was like to him that's family and i i haven't gotten in a big spat with a family member before so i don't know but i know if it was just a friend i'd be so like i'd be like pissed as shit like fuck you leave me alone (laughs) Like, wow, that was ballsy to reach out to me. Mm -hmm. You know, like, do you have an apology? Because you can call me and spend an hour apologizing. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I guess if he saw things from a different point of view, you know, from, like, the whole point of view of Anakin, maybe he would have some, maybe that would add some compassion that would lead him to want to force ghost friend him <laughs> i guess but, like on force ghost facebook <laughs> yeah like okay i can do this that's really funny Boop. poke how you doing <laughs> yeah it's your birthday um but yeah no that's that's good i think I'd, it, i it, again i think it's just personal that like i would hold such a hardcore grudge and i'd be so pissed off and I would just, like, bitch slap the shit out of him. Yeah. Like, I'd pull off, like, a metal gauntlet like the knights have. And I would just say, look at me. Pop! And then i just, like, slap the chain link across his face a few times. Like, that's for the younglings, you asshole. <laughs> that's for the younglings. <laughs> that's for making me chop off your limbs. That one is for make- for yelling, I hate you. That one is for, like, thinking you're so cool and stepping on my Jedi robes after I done dead disappeared and, <laughs> oh, like, <yeah>. like.
0: <laughs> you just stomp on them. Yeah. What yeah. a jerk. <laughs>
1: yeah. What a dickhole, right? Those are clean, son. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck off. That's really funny. Anyhow. Thanks for the question, Timothy. Yeah. It was at Toasted Sun.
0: Thought-provoking indeed toes. I like it. Um, I have a different trivia question I'm going to sub out, possibly, unless you try to do the same one, which you might, because it's sort of relevant. Do you want to go first and then I'll pick what I give you based off what you give me? Um, let, me let me reword this really quick. I, I can go first, but yeah, let me just...
1: Oh my god, you're totally going to murder me with trivia. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Alright. Trivs. 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 Triss, Triss, Tris, Triss, Tris.
0: Tris. All right, do you, should I do, f- I have, now I have five. Should I do four and, or up do I, you. just do three? Okay, I'm going I'm to do four. I've got some good ones, I think. First one's going to be relevant, Um, and I just came up with this one on the fly, so bear with me. In Black Spire, Vi wears an Ubi's mask to disguise herself around the outpost. Where in the Star Wars saga films do we see an Ubi's Java's mask? Jabba's palace. Jabba's we- palace. Who's?
1: Oh, Leia wears that. Yeah, that's yeah.
0: Leia's uh Bausch disguise in Return of the Jedi. Yay. All right. Um this is a new one I only just learned upon a recent rewatch. What is the name of the medical frigate where two one B surgically recreates Luke's right hand at the end of Empire? Fuck you. <laughs> yes, that's correct. That's what they named the <laughs> ship. It's called the Redemption. Huh.
1: Interestingly enough, interesting oh, name interesting for a ship in the... Uh, Especially because that's where he like, Vader's like, my son. And yeah. And he's like, father. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It is interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. Um All right, let's do this one. Of all of the theatrically released films out right now, name all of the films that Chewbacca does not appear in. The Phantom
1: Menace. Mm-hmm. Attack of the Clones. Correct. Rogue One. Correct. And that's it. The Clone Wars film is the only oh, one. Oh, fuck. That one doesn't count to me. It's theatrically released. That's what I said. Theatrically released films. Oh, fuck. Close enough. Okay. I consider that a point. Yeah. Okay. Allegedly.
0: Cool. Yeah.
1: All right. Um... Good job, me not. So (laughs) I'm going to give you... Okay. I'm going to give you three from The Force Awakens. Okay. I haven't watched it in a while, so this might be rough. Mm Mm-hmm. What job does Han offer Rey? Hmm.
0: I don't remember him explicitly stating. It's just to be like... uh, To work on the Falcon with him and Chewie, right? He officially says second
1: mate. Oh, Mm-hmm. Really? Okay. Yep. Interesting. That's a good one. Second okay. mate. Mm, what color is the rebel symbol on Poe's helmet in the opening scenes? Is it red? Blue. Oh, okay. Oh, huh, Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I'll okay. get a few so you get one, right? No, it's all right. Um, what are Kylo's first words? Um,
0: I do know this. Hold on. It's uh look how old you've become. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so we killed each other at trivia again. We yeah. were like hardcore failing. That man. was a rough round. That was oh, that was fuck. rough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hardcore failing. Yeah. All right. Toast two. What you
0: got, Laura? So before episode seventeen came out and after the D twenty three announcement of the Obi-Wan series, there's a little in-between period there. And there were a couple people that had, like, reached out on Twitter. And if you're one of them, like, reach out or something, let me know. I'm sorry I'm not giving you credit right now. But there were a couple people who were like, I'm so excited to hear the next Force Toast. um, Now that this Obi-Wan stuff has been released, I'm sure they were just really excited to hear you, like, freak out because everyone knows how much you love Obi-Wan. But it was just really fucking nice that people, like... That news came out and I was so happy and so excited because we finally got this thing confirmed that we've been waiting on for so long and then I know you'd be so excited about. And then people were just like, I can't wait to hear like forces talk about that. Like that's never happened before where people have been like, here's a thing that happened in the news and I really can't wait for forces to talk about it. Like that made me feel really special and warm and gooey inside. Aww. So thank you to all the people that said that. There were a handful of you and know that that was really appreciated. And uh, thank you for that.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it you was cool. That.
0: So that that's all I got for this week. I uh, haven't been binging any TV shows, although I did mention yeah, I was watching Downton Abbey. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Downton Abbey.
1: I should I should catch up on that before the movie. Um, my toast to is I have new retainers that I got from the dentist. And I can feel the back of my bottom teeth now for the first time in 17 years. It's weird.
0: Is that because they took the permanent thing out? So now you've got temporary things you just wear at night or something? Yeah. Okay, cool.
1: Yeah. And also volunteering starts up next weekend, which is a surprise because our volunteering leaders suck dick. I hate them. (laughs) I want to punch them in the faces. I swear to God. I'm going to like murder those bitches. So
0: you've got your orientation next week. And then is it every other week that you do events?
1: Uh, It's almost every Saturday during the fall.
0: Oh, okay. Gotcha. We'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah, I
1: know. Um. All right. Cool, man. Sweet. I like it. Congratulations. You made it to the end. So, if you like what you hear, spread the word. Like, retweeting us really helps. Um, recommending us. Five stars on Apple Podcast, Whatever you want. Oops. Fuck. Whatever you want to call it these days. And, um, yeah. Just help a gal or two out.
0: Yeah. Tell a friend about our show. Word of Mouth is still a really great way to spread the word about your favorite podcasts. Um, but for right now, you can t- uh, find us on Twitter and Instagram at Pod or shoot us an email or a voicemail at ForceToastPod at gmail.com. Do us a favor and keep voicemails under two minutes if you please. Our show is now available on Player FM. We announced that last episode. If you want to find a full list of places to find our show, you, you can do that on our website at www.forcetoastpod.com. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, all your favorite podcatchers. We are there for it.
1: <laughs> Bright suns, Alice. <laughs> May the spire keep you.
0: Oh, uh, I like the in-universe greetings. I think they're cute.
1: I do too. Like, by the spires or... I like want to go. The moon. Moon thing. Yeah, this does make me want to go to Galaxy's <laughs> Edge.
0: We're going to be recording here next week when she's gone for like the whole week. <laughs> and I have this place to myself. I'll be throwing mad orgies here every night
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> the mandalorian is that a fucking siren it in is the a fucking
0: siren in the background yeah
1: <sighs> <sighs> it's pretty subtle at least Goddamn sirens what the fuck is everyone doing this summer like get the fuck out maybe i should just like tape this thing onto the thing so it fuck oh, <laughs> i can <laughs> what are you hitting so, uh, oh this. yeah
0: like sticking out or something I like driving your ears crazy no this actually sounds kind of
1: cool it's jingle n's, bells n's, n's. oh, oh. <laughs> that's so stupid <laughs> your face is so stupid oh, I know. um yeah do you have tweezers
0: yeah i'm sorry is it like a hair on your back or is it like a hair from your head that's touching your back
1: this is not the hair
0: do you need to do it right now no, I know. Okay. I can wait. <laughs> I have tweezers so it it's it's, it's good. But. but before we released episode 17 and after the should I stop? There's another siren. Okay, I'm glad I stopped. It's getting louder.
1: Excuse me. Nice. <laughs> I know. Okay. Do it. Does it de-stress you? I can do it. If it de-stresses you, I'll rub my foot on yours.
0: Yeah, you don't have to do that. It don't bother me, not at all. Uh-uh. Can you hear boy meets roll playing in the background? Oh, okay. What kind of bird was that? It's like a bird noise.
1: I just made it up. Okay. okay.